Hi, welcome or welcome back to my podcast, Consistency of Life. It's your internet big sister, Kate, here, and today's episode is going to be all about self-love. So, let's get into the episode. As I've stated in previous episodes, if you hear anything in the background, uh, that would be my little elderly chihuahua Malibu, of which I love very much and loves me very, very much and has separation anxiety. So your patience is very much appreciated. But as I was saying, this episode is about self-love and this is my inner work part two episode. So if you haven't listened to the part one where I talk about how doing the outer work can improve your inner world and meditating and the people you surround yourself with, removing negatives, all that good stuff. If you want to listen to that, go hop on over there to that episode and then you can come and listen to this one or whatever floats your boat. Just continue listening. Um, My self-love journey has been a big one and loving yourself is a choice that you make or don't (laughs) every day and in the bigger picture choices you make for yourself that really shows because I found that throughout the day or throughout, you know, weeks, months, whatever, the choices, sometimes the easiest choice, the the best choice isn't the easiest. <laughs> and it, it can some, and you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to know, you know, work incredibly hard for what is best for you. But sometimes, you know, I do wish that that easier choice was what's best for me. And so it's, I've, I've learned that, you know, you need to create a strong inner foundation where that work will be worth it and where you can build on this foundation in a way that supports the life that you want to create you know, regardless of the circumstances in your life, regardless of the relationship or job that you have. And I've, I've come to find that just like a foundation of the, of a house, it needs care and maintenance. And so you can't just say, you know, you can't just, you know, create this foundation and then just tell yourself that you love yourself and not actually implement that into your life, not actually continue to care for yourself and make sure that you feel loved and that you feel worthy every single day, such as, you know, hygiene is one good practice of self-love and self-care. By caring for yourself, you are showing an act of love. And So to put it simply, we develop self-love by, you know, not just getting to know ourselves. It's, you know, developing self-compassion and being gentle with ourselves and caring for ourselves, self-care, self-worth, self-respect, and, you know, a process of self-knowledge and self-discovery is a large part of what it takes to fall in love with ourselves. I... I felt in the beginning of my journey of, you know, deciding, you know, what I, I deserve more than this. And I, I truly hated myself. I'm just going to be straight up before. And that's why I say like, before I started my self-love journey, because before I actually did, I genuinely hated myself. And that is such a, just 
horrible feeling. And I I felt the need, I felt like I needed a reason to love myself and I needed a reason to build that bond with myself. And in a way I was right, but at the same time, I inherently believed that I wasn't just worthy of love on its own. I wasn't just just because I was alive, I I didn't just I didn't deserve love. I had to work hard for it or I had to have a reason to be loved. And it's so it's a strange paradox, but really what it came down to was creating a connection with myself that led to an understanding of why I didn't love myself and why I felt that there was a need to have a reason and why I wasn't inherently worthy of self-love or any love. And that allowed me to grow from there because if you don't if you don't know yourself or if you don't got yourself, then you don't got your life. And that was a huge realization that because I didn't love myself and because I hated myself so much, the love that I was receiving wasn't genuine, first of all. Or two, I, I didn't know how to give it, it, the love that I was giving back into people was because I wanted that love back. It wasn't because I had, I just hated myself so much that I just, I didn't feel worthy of receiving love. And so I just, I rejected it. And it was just this bounce back. It was, it was this crazy, I'm not going to get into it, but <laughs> you get the gist. I had a roller coaster with love and rejecting and accepting it. And the people I attracted because of it, it was, it was a roller coaster. But I learned in the beginning of my journey that I, as I was starting to, I, you know, love myself for who I was. I actually, I actually had to like gaslight myself into loving who I was because I, and I know this sounds actually insane, like I, like ludicrous, but I swear in this situation, it was actually for the better because one, I was the one planting that seed and not someone else, which, you know, it, with the lack of self-love, it was somebody planting the seed that I wasn't worth, you know, loving and, you know, and I genuinely believed it over time. But this time it was, I was the one that was planting that seed and I was, and I'm the one that has power over myself. And so it's a very powerful thing to have control over that and plant that within yourself and be the one that, you know, controls the narrative. And two, it just, it, it works because you start to believe it and you start finding things that you love about yourself and then enhancing it. Matt's talking about, you know, and that plays back into the laying that foundation and then being able to grow on top of it. And at first I, you know, when I was just like in the process of like gaslighting myself, telling myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, you know, I, I didn't. <laughs> and and in I didn't love myself in my entirety. I would just I would pick apart what I did love and and what I hated. And which I've now come to hate the word hate. And ironically enough, and this process, but this process of picking myself apart and deeming what was worthy of love and what wasn't was a natural response from what I'd been told by others throughout my life and I learned that you can't hate yourself or pieces of you into loving yourself. And 
by me looking at the parts of myself that I may not like or a little less than other parts of me, once I started doing that, not as something that needed to be fixed, but as something as that one humbles, it humbled me because no one, nobody is meant to be perfect. And those things that I didn't like about myself were a unique feature, feature that just made me different from everyone else in the world. And which can be a vulnerable feeling standing out, but it's a powerful feeling once you finally accept it. And two, a part of myself, I was able to grow on, you know, I may not like it, but it, that maybe that's something I could grow on or I could work on or I could get to where I am that person, person or version of me that I want to be, whatever that was for me at the time, I, I came to understand that, you know, I'm allowed to love myself in my entirety, but there can be certain attributes I don't like as much and that I shouldn't pick myself apart or make myself like, you know, like tell myself, oh, I fucking hate that. that I fucking hate your kneecaps. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, I hate, I hate your kneecaps, bitch, like looking in the mirror and telling myself that. Like, that's not going to get me anywhere. But if I were to, you know, go and work, this is such a random example. Kneecaps, really? That's all I could think of. <laughs> but if I were to go and, I don't know, do workouts that, you know, enhance kneecaps or doing affirmations, telling my kneecaps that I love them so much, like, <laughs> such a random example but it's just telling yourself like allowing yourself to work on that that part of you that you may not like that's not a lack of self-love but it's constructively getting to that point of loving that piece of you which is going to take time you're not you know but then three it also it's it gives you an opportunity to ask yourself, why is it that I don't love that, that, why is it that you don't love that part of yourself? Why is it that I don't love this part of me or that this part of me is holding me, holding me back in some way? And it, that is really where a lot of the healing will come from is when you start asking yourself deeper questions like that in a way to get to the root cause because it, it, you can't just it, it, like if you don't know where your foundation is faltering or weak then you won't be able to fix it you cannot continue to patch over the cracks versus getting to the root of it all and then expect an abundance of self love it, it's just not how it works you've got to do the hard work and you know, a great example of this, oh my gosh, you can hear my dog snoring in the background. But as I was saying, a great example of this is I had, I, at one point, okay, I'm going to get real with y'all. I had an eating disorder and this was something that really chipped away at my entire livelihood in the sense that if I wasn't as skinny as I wanted to be, which you know, felt like a need more than a want the entirety of that phase of my life, then I wasn't worth what life had to offer if I was not as skinny as I wanted to be. And from doing the work, I came to learn that I felt this way because if I was 
a smaller version of myself, then I would be deemed more worthy of love. Like a child. (laughs) And it was that realization not only healed a huge part of me, it allowed me to understand, it gave me an understanding of, oh, that is why I'm doing this. I, it's not that I'm more worthy of life and love if I'm skinny. It's because if I, because I was told as a child that if I wasn't skinny, then I wouldn't be worthy of love and I wouldn't be. And it just creates this oh, kind of moment. And you're like, and it's like, you can feel all of the dots connecting and throughout your life and in your mind. And it's just, and it's such a satisfying feeling because it's like, okay, now I can go in a a direction with some knowledge, with some truth, with some understanding. And you create a deeper connection within yourself. And it's, and it's just such an amazing feeling. It it really truly is. And I also learned that you can love who you are while not, not liking who you can be at times. And that's perfectly okay because that is the process of growth and acknowledging, acknowledging the places where you could grow and wanting to make a change. That's a sign of self-love in of itself because you want to be the best version of yourself and lead the best life for you. Self-awareness will help you create that strong foundation within yourself And then self-empowerment, that will help make the change to live in alignment with that foundation and grow on it. So something that really, really helped me was, and I mean genuinely helped me, was sitting down and talking with myself in front of a mirror and just speaking positive, loving affirmations in the mirror or just even having a conversation like, this is my day-to-day like like this is how I went and making eye contact with myself as well. And, you know, just talking about random things or being like, I can't believe this person did this. Like it hurt, it hurt, it hurt me in this way. Or I had such an amazing, I felt this moment may help me feel like this. It made me feel so amazing because of this, this, and this, whatever it is, just talking to yourself in the mirror because this practice will, it strengthens your thoughts with your words, which is a great practice for public speakers or, you know, people that want to be one. But um, it, it just, it really ingrains the belief in your brain that you are worth that time, that attention, that listening. You, you literally make yourself feel more valued by giving your own time and value to yourself. And for some people, this may be, have an even better or even more positive effect if the only time that you pour that in, that energy into your life is into other people, not even in your own life. It's into other people or scenarios because you don't love yourself enough to give that to yourself, thus leading to a feeling of loving yourself, almost like how you love these other people. It It's crazy how the power of 
self-love can change your life, but also psychology and understanding. That is a big one. I, you know, I had my whole psychology phase and, you know, to try and, you know, connect the dots. But, you know, once I started doing this and giving myself that time of day in a very, very genuine way, I also, I felt how everyone around me, that every person that I was surrounding myself with was not pouring that kind of value into my life. And even though I was pouring it into theirs, you know, because I, I just didn't want to give it to myself, but I had all this love to give. And so I just give it to other people. And it, and it wasn't because they were terrible or bad people that didn't want to, you know, make me feel good about myself. I just realized that self-love and, you know, genuine love and all the things that came with that, that was not the top priority of these people. And they themselves, a lot of them, they themselves didn't love themselves. And, you know, chaos was more important than peace. So with this, I also started to see who was actually genuinely treating me like shit and taking advantage of that love that I was pouring into their lives endlessly. And it was, it was weird. It was, I was able to see, okay, this person is struggling with self-love or this person is just fucking, they just don't care about anybody but themselves. (laughs) Because when you don't love yourself, it's strange how you don't see the lack of love in other people's lives. It's so weird. You attract it, but you don't really see it or understand it. And it's just, it's such a strangely growth. Like it's the feeling of growth. It's always strange because it's change. But it's it's a it's a beautiful one, but it's just such a strange feeling to be able to see all these people that you held in such high regard in a very different way. And that's the other thing, like the people that were, you know, that I could finally see, okay, you're just wearing this mask, but you don't actually give a shit about me. Like you don't you just care for what I have, the love that I have to pour into your life, the what I have to offer. That really, that really played into this next note, which is no one and nothing is worth me feeling belittled or disrespected. I get, I, I get incredibly defensive when disrespected because how dare you? Like, (laughs) I always say respect is given and trust is earned. And even those that have done me dirty and have lost my respect for how they have treated me does not mean I'm going to go and treat them disrespectfully because how you treat other people speaks highly of your own character. I will defend myself until the and my honor until the day I die, but never, ever, ever will I stoop to someone else's level and give them a reason to continue that behavior or enable it by mirroring it, which also ultimately gives them power over you. If I were, if someone were to disrespect me and I were to match that energy rather than, you know, responding in a, an emotionally and mentally mature way, then that would give them power over me. They would know that what they said or they did affected me and that if they did it again, it would do it again. You know, it it just gives power of 
over you. It gives them power over you. So, but defending yourself when disrespected, that is such a powerful act of retribution and justice. And it affirms that you are worth more than that low life behavior, as well as maintaining your peace. Do not ever, ever, ever put up with disrespect and find excuses to keep people who disrespect you in your life. And also, never, ever, ever, ever settle or sacrifice your desires, passions, dreams for another person, job, place, house, because you will chip away at yourself and you will subconsciously, like, and subconsciously, you are telling yourself by doing that, that you are not worth the risk. You are not worth more than the bare fucking minimum. You're not worth that sacrifice and that beautiful change in your life by by settling. Never, ever settle. Never, ever, ever defend disrespect. Don't ever put up with it. It's You are worth so much more than that, even if you may not feel like it. Another form of self-love is self-care. And this can feel and look different for a lot of people or, I mean, even everyone. But self-care for me is maintaining a routine that makes me feel good and listening to my needs and my wants, as well as keeping my space clean and organized. It's not... And from this, like listening to my needs, my wants, and actually actively caring for myself, it's not easy caring for a whole human being. And I think that's one of the reasons why, like, subconsciously, I postpone, like, actually starting my healing journey in a whole. Like, self love is just one part of, you know, the healing journey, just because I knew that it was going to be a journey that once. Once I started it, it just never stops. You, the journey of self discovery, self love, self healing, it is one that lasts a lifetime once you actually embark on it. And you have to make the choice to continue that journey every single day to grow and to live and love and laugh. And, and it's, 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 the most gratifying feeling ever, but it is not easy caring for a whole human being. And I am so, so, so incredibly proud of you listening to this for even existing because even that can become so incredibly exhausting at times. I've, I've been in really low places in my life. We're just breathing it. We're just breathing felt intoxicating because I was helping myself staying alive. And I hated that I just couldn't stop breathing. And that kind of pain, that will make or break a person. And if you understand what I'm saying, and if you listening to this, if you understand that, then I am so proud of you for still living. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, you obviously want to love yourself or to grow on the love you have or to hear about self-love and surround, you know, cultivate that into your life. And that is something to be so grateful for and to be proud of yourself for because 
I know I'm so grateful and proud of myself that I can sit here and record this episode and give you advice because holy shit, holy shit, I never thought that I would truly love myself. I, I, I like from the lowest point that I was in, I genuinely never would have thought that I would be where I'm at right now. And the woman that I am becoming and the life that I'm creating it is such a empowering and beautiful feeling to know that there really is a light at the end of the tunnel and to be sitting here in that light at the end of the tunnel it exists i promise you and if you are struggling with loving yourself just know that most likely there's a part of you that does love you, you, that does give a shit about you. Otherwise, you would have offed yourself by now. You do care about yourself and you do love yourself and you do want more for yourself. It's just, it's not easy. And sometimes we don't have the energy to care for a whole human being and that's where the real struggle comes in. But you're not, I, I'm going to tell you now, I don't always have the energy every single day to show up for myself, but I do it because I care, because I love myself, because I want more for myself. I continue to show up because I've ingrained it into my life. It's become a lifestyle. It's become a habit for me to love myself, for me to care for myself, for me to empower myself. And that's what you need to do. Turn self-love into a lifestyle. Turn it into a habit that you just can't let go of and that feels wrong if it isn't instilled into your every single day. That is where you will find success in loving yourself, turning it into a goal, your life mission, practicing it every single day and making the choice to love yourself because you are worth so much more than not loving yourself. You are worth so much more than the bare minimum. You know, because sometimes we can get comfortable with our habits, even if they aren't helping us. It's comfortable to continue to hate yourself if you already do, because to truly love yourself would be to start a healing journey. And once you start, you don't stop. But to turn self-love, the act of loving yourself into a habit every single day, that will be a journey you don't want to stop. And maybe you need to ask yourself if you're avoiding something much deeper that you don't want to face and masking it with a lack of self-love. And like I said earlier, if you don't know where your foundation is faltering or weak, then you will not be able to fix it. You cannot continue to patch over the cracks versus getting to the root of it all and expecting an abundance of self-love. You deserve more. Give yourself that more. You will not regret it. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know that it was something for me that I'm I'm very passionate about and I know that I I may not have hit every single point um that you know I could have so this probably won't be the last episode I'll do on self-love but for now 
this is what I wanted to get out there and what I wanted to tell you guys and just let you know that as easy as it may look, that's not actually how it really is. And choosing to love yourself every day, it's a, it's a choice. It really is. That's what it comes down to is making the choice to want more for yourself. And I'm so proud of you for wanting that more or, you know, just even trying to get a perspective on somebody else's journey and just seeing where you could grow on the love that you currently have for yourself. That's something to be so incredibly grateful and proud of yourself for. And I... I hope that I added some value, wisdom, growth. I I hope that I instilled some sort of value into your life uh, with this episode. And I hope that you have an amazing morning, day, or night, wherever you are.